welcome to the Glass City Church podcast. It's the Glass City Church podcast eating all of our Easter candy. Right, Jeff? No. Did you get you got did you get Easter candy? I got some Easter candy. Wow. My mom got me some of that 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 um, bark. It's like milk chocolate bark oh, with like so uh, like al- almonds in it. Almonds, yeah, almonds in yeah. it. So must be nice. My it, mom, my it mom didn't get me anything. Well, it sounds like you need to be nicer to your mom. Sounds like it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I, I I don't know. Hi, mom. If you're listening to this, wow. Hi, hi, Justin's mom. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I mean, really, what you need to do is you need to just get you need to spring into action. You need to spring into action like Magnum PI. You remember Magnum PI? You weren't even close to being born yet. Not even. No. That wasn't even a thought. Well, see, my wife and I have been watching. We watched like two episodes, the first two episodes of it because it's on Amazon Prime. And we're just, you know, I mean, we're stuck not really doing a whole lot. Yeah. Isn't and he so, uh, Tom, Tom Selleck? Selleck? Yeah, with the oh mustache. My, with the mustache and the Ferrari? Hello. Wow. Yeah. yeah he's wow. a He's a, he's a, he's a good guy. Is he? Well, I, I don't, I mean, actually, I, I mean, I read stuff all the time that he's a believer too, so. Really? That's kind of cool. Hulk Hogan said something about how we don't need a coronavirus um, cure, we, we need we need Christ, huh. which I thought was, I mean, you know, I, I don't put a lot of stock in just the, these random pulling <laughs> quotes, quotes out, happened. you know, but at the same time, I mean, I, I, I love to think that that's, that's the deal, so yeah. What is this? Atomic batteries to power. This is what you need to do in terms of jumping into action. I don't to make your mom get you candy. Is this Batman? This is Batman. I just I found this television's greatest hits thing on i on i Apple Music and uh, <laughs> the fact that we can holy Easter bunny Batman. Exactly, exactly. Holy Easter egg. Well, yeah. You, Sorry, I'm dying. No, you're, 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 <clears throat> hey, you're that's, that's nice. Okay. Anyways, um, okay. Well, I'll definitely get on that. Good. Asking for Good. Easter candy. If you need me to write like a letter of recommendation or something, let me could, know. Could you notarize it too? No, I'm not a notary, so uh, I can't. Well, you got to get a notary public. Okay. Get on that. So, Justin, we're so at the anyways, Glass City Church Jeff, podcast. It's the Glass City Church podcast. Um, so, Jeff, it is uh, the following week of Easter. He is risen. Sure is. You didn't say it. No, you don't remember my old story about uh, no? the first time? Yeah, because I was a brand Kinda new believer, and I, I got called to go play drums at a Easter service down in Columbus. Um, and uh, on the way over there, I was riding over there with with the uh, worship leader. His name's Aaron, and Aaron, if you're listening to this, this is a funny story you'll remember. But he looked at me, and he just like had the most like just goofy look on his face. He's like, he is risen. And I was like, sure is risen. <laughs> like, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't <laughs> hip to the lingo yet. And yeah. so. Um, That's fun. Yeah. I've told I've told that story. I mean, it was years ago here that I told that story. But um, anywho, anyways, yeah, it's the day after Easter right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, one year sermon. Um, so give us uh, a little bit of context. Where are we in uh, your your sermonization? I mean, we're we sermonizing. We we used um, we used the the narrative from um, uh, Mark uh, sixteen one through eight yesterday. Uh, just to kind of examine, you know, because uh, the, the the title of the sermon was "When Easter Doesn't Feel Like Easter," uh, because this year uh, it does not. Let's just be honest; it doesn't. And uh, from from our from our experiential perspective, not not from a theological perspective, or, or you know what God is up to, or anything like yeah. that. Because I actually would argue that 
there's 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 tons and tons of of uh, really cool um, things that are happening in the midst of all this. Um, we're talking about, of course, the COVID nineteen Corona uh, virus uh, pandemic. Uh, yes. If, you know, if you if this if it's five years later and you happen to be stumbling on this podcast um, in in two thousand twenty, um, from about market yeah, this day, yeah, like end of February through now, which is it's what April thirteenth right now or something like that. Uh, we've been we've been in uh, yeah just a real different place as far as this world goes. And so, yeah, the, the, the title of the sermon was, was when Easter doesn't feel like Easter. And we looked at uh, the women who were going to the tomb um, on resurrection Sunday and how like nothing about that on their way there felt, you know, hopeful. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then they, they showed up and, and the tomb's empty. That doesn't feel hopeful because they're not thinking about it in terms of the resurrection. They're thinking about it in terms of where in the world yeah. is, is, uh, is Jesus body. And then they, they meet a guy who's uh, just hanging out, wearing a white robe. and you The know, gardener. Yeah, he's just chilling. Um, he's, he's an angel, as, as, as far as I can tell. And um, just, just what, what came with that and how he said, you know, remember how he told you he was, he was, you were, he was going away and then he was going to see you again? Well, he's going to meet you guys in, in Galilee. So uh, go tell Peter and the disciples and uh, just, you know, what, what comes from there uh, is just, I mean, the definitive truth of our, of our entire you know, uh, life, which is Jesus got out of the grave. And, yeah. uh, so we looked at, we looked at a couple other things too. We looked at how it, it affected Peter, both in acts four, when he's like, we can't help but talk about these things because they were being charged with, with, you know, running, running out of town and never speaking of this again. And he's like, sorry, we can't do that. Uh, we have to, you know, we're, we're compelled by what we've seen and what we've heard. And then, and then in acts, uh, is it X ten? I I I don't have it up in front of me, uh, but it's it's where um, he's he's uh, preaching at Cornelius's house, um, and and he says, look, the the you know God doesn't doesn't discriminate. You know, there's yeah. there's no there's there's no um, previous experience or previous pedigree or or you know um, educational level or anything. Your, your resume doesn't matter. Yeah, you know uh, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile. You know, like it, the, the the gospel. Um, is for everyone. And so that was kind of how we ended it. Um, and, and then what the implications of that are for us. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Was I enjoyed good, it. It was a good sermon. I enjoyed I it. That. Um, so <clears throat> let's talk about the, the resurrection. Um, I know uh, many people who um, are non-Christians in other faith communities. So Muslim, Hindu, uh, continue. I mean, you, Baha'i, maybe? Is there anybody ba- Baha'i? Maybe. Okay. I don't think I do. Um, um, Rain Wilson uh, from um, uh, The Office, mm-hmm. uh, Dwight, he's Baha'i. I actually listened, really? uh, yeah, I listened to his book, uh, I think it was like last year. He narrates it too, if you get the audible version. So, oh, that's got to be great. Um, but he's Baha'i, and he kind of talks about how he just, I mean, I, I actually got kind of fired up at one point because he was just talking <laughs> about how Christianity is just such a, such a joke. And yeah. And, um, but anyways, he's Baha'i. Well, yeah. that's you good didn't to know. know that before I we didn't know this. that. I know. And so you're learning something new every day. Yep. Um, so a lot of people who are in other faith communities and some who are just atheists, some who don't believe in any kind of anything, um, can, can one, <clears throat> not believe in the resurrection because they don't hold to the fact that Christianity is truth and true. Um, or um, as Christians... Uh, I, I don't know, as when I first became a believer for the first few years, I didn't really care about the resurrection. I thought it was important, don't get me wrong, but not to the level at which I I do now. And also, um, 
because it, for me, it was a, a an overemphasis, I think, on the cross. And don't get me wrong, the cross is important. Um, but I focused only on the cross and not really on the resurrection. Um, so what would you say about that? What would you say to, to someone who maybe in my position a couple, a couple of years ago? Um, little Justin? Little Justin. What would I say to little Justin? To young, young buck Justin. Um, well, I mean, I would, I would just in, encourage people who, who, you know, who are believers, um, to really think about the implications of the resurrection. Resurrection, man, I'm just not on my game tonight. Um, to think about, um, I mean, just just looking at the the, the gospel um, message, uh, you know, overall, uh, you you've got it because a lot of times, you know, uh, Christmas seems to be more important than Easter. You know, Easter's kind of like the little brother to Christmas. Where I would argue, um, Christmas doesn't matter if Easter didn't happen. Yeah. You know, it just, it really, then it's just, it's just the birth of, of, of Jesus, uh, who didn't resurrect, you yeah. know, and, and, and I said, even in my sermon yesterday, um, you know, if, if he, if he did, if he's just a nice guy who wore a robe and some, some flip flops or some, uh, you know, to, to contextualize the day was wearing, uh, what, what are those things you, you got? Uh, Jerusalem Crocs. cruisers. Oh, Crocs, I think is what Oh, it's, Crocs. It, yeah. My um, camo Croc sandals. Yeah, those are nice. And my commandals. Okay. You're done. Um, but, but if, if, if Jesus didn't resurrect, then none of this means anything, you yeah. know, if, if, I mean, Paul says it all over, you know, if the resurrection is not true, then, then who are we, you know, what are we, you know, if, if, if Jesus didn't rise, we're the most to be pitied, you know, um, mm-hmm. those types of things. And so, um, I, I think that, uh, I mean, everyone, everyone has puts weights on things, mm-hmm. um, depending on their own, um, subjective, you know, um, viewpoint, uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, the resurrection, uh, the resurrection proves everything, you know, everything Jesus said, I mean, how many times throughout the, throughout, I mean, even John's gospel where he's, you know, saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to die and then I'm going to raise again. I mean, yeah. look at, if, if only half of that statement's true, then it's all false. You know, it's just, it's, I mean, yeah, he, he, he could have died and that's about it. So, yeah. um, I think the resurrection is, is you see it every day. I mean, you see these little, I love the way that, um, we can see these, um, little kind of glimpses of, I mean, you look at the sun rising every day. I mean, I, I can, I could find resurrection hope in that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you look at the way that, um, I mean, even, you know, babies are born and I mean, all these different, you know, kind of under, you got night life, you got new life, you know, um, it's, uh, so there's kind there's, of natural foreshadowings or fuzzy pictures of the resurrection. Fuzzy, yeah. Fu- fuzzy, you yeah, fuzzy pictures of, yeah. I mean, they're, they're fuzzy, they're warm and fuzzy. You can, you can cuddle them, I guess, but uh, no, I, I know what you're saying. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that uh, as you as you continue in your faith, though, for anyone, um, the resurrection is going to have more and more and more significance because I mean it, it just it's so uh, increasingly clear uh, how this is our only hope, and and mm-hmm. you know all it takes is for us to see uh, the entire world society break down to see that you know that had nothing. That had no no effect whatsoever on what's true about the resurrection uh, mm-hmm. or about Christ or, or you know any of those things, and so um, I think as you as you grow in your faith and 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 you know have years and years under your belt, uh, the resurrection it's it's you're, you're, you you've got it, um, you know as as a believer you know you believe that, but then it's almost like a you know it's like one of those uh, it's such a, a crude. Um, comparison but you know it's like as you're filling in the 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 colors you know as you as you as you see a painting uh come to life uh it gets clearer and clearer and it's like you know you see it in in increasing um high definition almost where you know if you watch an old show on an old you know i was watching when we watched magnum pi on our on our, our tv at home 
which is much, much nicer and clearer than the one I watched it on when I was a little kid, you know, where it had like a cabinet uh, surrounding oh, one of those. it. It was like a Magnavox, <laughs> like it was, you know, it was like mahogany and it was, yeah, uh, the picture was horrible compared to what we can see now. And, and, and as, as, as we continue our walk with Christ, it becomes more clear yeah. and more beautiful and it has even, you know, more, more uh, definition and more saturation and, and uh, all of that stuff. So, yeah, no, and I... I think the resurrection is so important. Now, I mean, now looking at this, um, I don't, I'm like, what was I thinking back then? Like, um, because to quote propaganda, prop hip hop, um, which I like to do lately. I like to quote him. Um, what? That's nice. <laughs> um, he says that it's the proof that the check cleared. Um, it's God's check that he's writing in blood that it, it cleared. Um, it, it, it shows that Jesus is who he says he was. Um, so I think it's super important and, and it, it pains me, um, and really just makes me sad when people try to, um, and I get, I mean, I understand from a natural standpoint, like, yes, we are sinners who are going to oppose God, um, just outright. Um, but from a, from a apologetic standpoint, um, kind of giving you a defense for the resurrection, we can especially those who are of either not Christians or those who are atheists. I don't think there's any really a lot of Christians who would even claim to be Christians who deny the resurrection. Um, at least I haven't seen them. I'm sure there may be some who claim to be Christians and then say, I don't believe that he rose from the dead. I don't know. Um, I haven't seen it, but <clears throat> having um, these theories about the resurrection, because historians throughout history have not denied that Christ was a real guy, that he, um, even other faiths don't deny that Jesus was real. Muslims believe he was a prophet. Mm-hmm. He did good, mighty works, and he did all these really great things. Um, but they don't believe that he was God and incarnate. Um, and other a ton of other religions believe a ton of different other things. Um, but history even, like secular history of Josephus, uh, Flavius Josephus, um, from 93 AD and... Uh, who was the other guy? Tacitus? What a name. That's cool. Yeah. Roman politicians. Um, so Pliny and Tacitus, who also affirm that Jesus was a real guy. These are secular people. Um, so there was something that happened um, that that shook up, you know, uh, 33 and onward AD, depending on when you believe Jesus was born. It's true. Um, so something happened here. Um, and... There's tons of theories out there um, for the resurrection, how people um, will will say that there's swoon theory, for instance, right? Um, so people believe that, there's people who believe this, Jeff, um, that Jesus was crucified. And for those who don't know the ins and outs of crucifixion, you're being tortured to death. Um, you have... You well, it's, was, like, it's like it's suffocation, honestly. I mean, yeah. that's what you end up dying from is, 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 is asphyxiation. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't breathe. You can't lift your. So you have your hands and arms nailed to a cross, mm-hmm. and all your weight's bearing down on your chest. They can't so, see the visual you're doing right now, but I appreciate it. Well, Jeff, I really I, do. I'm glad that you. You're, you're going it. the extra mile. I'm going the extra mile. Yeah. Um. So your your weight on your body is is pressed down on your lungs, and so you have to, in order to take a breath, you have to push up on your arms that have already probably been ripped out of their sockets because they're being pulled on this piece of metal um, or on this piece of wood. And so it's a brutal death. Yes. Um, and then it, it talks in his accounts um, of, I believe it's, I don't know if it's all four synoptic gospel or uh, all of the gospels. Um, 
that Jesus has a spear run into his side. Yep. Um, is it all for? Well, it was. Well, it was because um, they were trying to hurry the process along. Yeah, because absolutely. There, were, there was because uh, they were going to break his legs. Mm-hmm, but um, but the prophecy they said they couldn't, even though they they didn't know that. But yeah, yeah. and so <clears throat> yeah, they didn't know that. Um, so they run a spear up into um, his side and into his chest. Um, so blood and water flowed out. Yeah. The water's um, from the lungs and the blood's from the heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like they made sure he was double dead. Like these were, these were experts in, in killing. Absolutely. Yeah. And so not only did he get, fl- and he got flogged before all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was brutally, I mean, he lost a lot of blood and he suffocated to death. Um, and there are some people who still say after he was buried, right, he put in the tomb that after three days, the you know something somehow, some way, he, he he just swooned on the cross and didn't actually die. Yeah, he just passed out from blood loss, and then after three days, got up enough strength to move the stone away, completely out of the way, and walk seven miles uh, to Emmaus after he's already had nail a nail driven through his ankles or his feet, depending on uh, your if translation you're Catholic or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you know it's. It seems a little far fetched um, to believe in a, in a theory like swoon theory. But that's just it. It's it's so it's so like it's so undeniable that you have to really go you know, way out of your way to try to explain it away. I mean, I mean, the Jewish leaders at that time believed in the resurrection because they covered it up. You don't cover up something you don't believe in. Yeah, you know. So they believe it happened. They didn't put their hope in it, but they believed that it happened, and that's why they paid off the Roman guards instead of killing them, and then came up with a you know a conspiracy theory. Uh, about it and and so even even the even the people who were responsible for it yeah. uh, obviously believed that it happened because if they didn't they wouldn't have been throwing money and and, and all kinds of other you know excuses and, and explanations out. and I wonder how that worked because I I was under the impression that in in Roman um, kind of how they they did warfare and how they they took care of you know guard duty and stuff like that if you had a prisoner that left or you failed to do your duties didn't you get Killed? Dunzo. Yeah. yeah. So how did I wonder how that worked? Well, that's why the, the Philippian jailer in in um in uh Acts, I forget what it was with Paul where drew his sword. Yeah, he drew his sword to fall on it because he knew he was going down. And then Paul's like, Pump the brakes, buddy. It's gonna yeah. be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it just I wonder how that all worked with, you know, how did the how did the Jewish leaders pay off um the Romans? I don't know, I don't know how that a, worked. It was a cover up, you know. Um, it's just that's I mean, that's that's what that's what we know. Yeah. And then there's, uh, so there's another one, uh, hallucination theory. Oh, this one's goofy. Yeah. Where everyone who's it's like. Timothy Leary theory where you like slipped acid into everyone's, oh, no. you know, <laughs> and everyone's, uh, what, Manischewitz. And, uh, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, so, um, so everyone who essentially claimed to see Christ was hallucinating out of an earnest desire to see Jesus alive again. So they're really believing that he's going to rise again one day. And so they, they're really trying to believe this. And so they. It's it, this theory says that people in their brains somehow, some way, um, made up this story in their heads and just imagined it. Yeah. Um, that Jesus, uh, and it doesn't make any. It doesn't no, make any it's sense. It's far fetched. It's it, just. It's just. It's not true. And they're trying to explain something away that they can't explain away. And that's why it's so far fetched. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. It didn't happen. So. Yeah, and because Paul. Uh, talks about is it Paul in or is it Peter um, who talks about uh, there, there's like 500 people that you can go talk to 
um, about the resurrection that they've seen the risen Christ mm-hmm. and go talk to them. They're go still ask alive. Them. And they're still alive. Yeah. This isn't like, oh yeah, you know, old man, old man, Rip Van Winkle, you know, he, he said that. And so we should just take his word for it. And you can go talk to him. Yeah. 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 And there's the, the no burial theory where Jesus was like thrown into a mass grave. Nope. Um, Not true. <laughs> no. Um, well, and so, and because, well, and the thing is, is like, I, I, I don't normally get into all these theories like super in depth because like it, it's, it's literally, they're, they're trying to, their, their, their argument is the Titanic and they're trying to polish the silver as, you know, they're playing, you know, rearranging deck, tra- deck chairs and all that stuff. I mean, it's going down. Yeah. And so it's just, it's silly that, that, um, you know, people even would hold to that today where they would hold to a theory that old instead of holding to the truth, which is equally as old. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's goofy. So, yeah. Well, I wanted to also hit on Peter a little bit. Um, and the reason why I was, I was thinking, um, very few people in the Bible give me a sense of comfort um, than knowing that very few things, I should say not so much people, but very few things in the Bible give me a, a sense of comfort than knowing that God put the, the early church in the hands of the disciples. Would you say gave gives you as much comfort? Because I'm, I'm assuming you find comfort in the Bible. Yes. So it, few things give you as much comfort as much comfort as Peter. Yes. And the way that the way that the Lord, uh, you know, worked with and and uh, you know um, redeemed Peter in, in in you know in the way that uh, that that he did. Yes. Okay. I would say that, Jeff. See, I, I just because I thought maybe people might think that you're not finding comfort in the Bible. No, and I don't like, want them I, to I think that. I find comfort in the Bible. Yes, you it's do, just... and, and I know that. But Thank they you for might clearing. Not know that. Thank you for clarifying. Hey, man, I got your back. Thank you. I, I got your six. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, but no, like God uses people um, who are not the studs of of society. Um, so you look at who He left the early church in the hands of. Um, you know, disciples who, based on, uh, you know, there was a time where they're going to the temple, the disciples are going to the temple, and there's a drachma tax for the temple, the temple tax, and you only have to pay it if you're a certain age bracket. Um, I think it's 20 and up. Um, and so there's some theories that say that the disciples uh, were anywhere from 13 to 30. Okay. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other, stati- not statistics, but um, evidence that would point to that, um, them being younger um, well, yeah, let me look what a lot of them did for a living. You know, that's yeah. not old man work. Yeah. You know, you look at deadliest catch. Those dudes, those dudes are young and 18, in shape. 19. Yeah. yeah. And so God put the hands of, you know, put the church in the hands of, I don't know, high school and college students. Oh man. Essentially. Yeah. Um, and you know, Peter was probably 30 or so. I mean, he was older, he had a wife and, um, and so it, in, in talking about Peter, he wasn't, a, a theological stud either. He didn't have a degree. Um, he, he was a fisherman. He was a normal av- average Blue collar, dude. you know, working with his hands, getting dirty, you know, being, he's a, he's a rough dude. You know I mean? Yeah. Like when, when they go to arrest Jesus, he like hacks off a dude's ear. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it gives me, I mean, I feel like Peter was probably an Enneagram eight Yeah, and I, I feel pretty so. good about that. You yeah. know, it's yeah. Cause I make a lot of the same dumb mistakes that he did probably. Yeah. I've never hacked off anyone's ear, but I'm only 41. There's time. There's still time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And I wanted to talk a little bit about his um, his failings because Peter screwed up a lot. Like a lot. Like a lot. A lot. And like not little failures, like uh, big things too. Like Yeah. When Jesus is yelling at you. Yeah. You know that. That's, and calling you Satan. Yeah. <laughs> might want to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but no, so so we have Peter um, who who tries to keep kids and babies away from Jesus. And then Jesus instructs him. He's like, no, like, what are you doing guys? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, he, he, um, he argues about which one of them is the greatest among them. He entertains those arguments as well. Um, in, uh, the gospels, he, Peter speaks, um, at the transfiguration. Uh, he's like, Hey, it's good that we are up here and we should build three huts. And, yeah. and he's like, I mean, wouldn't you be like that though? I would. I and, totally would. But afterwards I would have been like stupid, stupid, stupid. I'm hitting myself in the head. Um, afterwards it would have just felt like a, I mean, the first time I went to Kalahari, I was like, it is good that we are here. It is good. That let we let are us, here. let us rent a room for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then Peter, I mean, we see Peter resisting, uh, Jesus going to the, the cross. Um, he's like, I need to go. And he's, he's like, no, by no means you're not going to go. Like, you yeah. know, that's when Jesus rebukes him and says, get behind me, Satan. Um, we have Peter, uh, saying no to getting his feet washed. Oh yeah. Um, and he's, Jesus is like, Hey, unless you do this, uh, I'm not, a, you're not a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Peter, uh, fa- falling asleep in the garden of Gethsemane. Oh yeah. Several times. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is telling him, and then he, Jesus tells him that he's going to fall away, um, and that he's going to betray, not betray him, but he's going to deny him. Yeah. Tells him to his face. Well, three times too. Yeah. And three times. Three times. I mean, if you make that same mistake three times, you know, that's, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good at all. Um, and then, so then he does deny him, uh, and after, you know, understanding that and seeing that, um, he has sinned in that regard. Um, he goes back to fishing his old trade. He's like, I'm just going to go fishing. Like I, this, I didn't, this didn't work out. Jesus is dead now. I'm just going to go fishing. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to fish. Um, and then after this is all said and done, after Jesus restores him, you know, asking the, do you love me three times? Right. Um, he, continues to make mistakes. Um, so Peter, you know, pulling away and kind of eating with the, um, the Jews. Oh yeah. When Paul like chaps him for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, it's funny to me, um, that, that God uses people that are broken and messed up. It's not funny. It's encouraging to me actually. It's the only kind of people that exist. Absolutely. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, so what does, so this is my question as a long, that was a long question or a long lead up rather. Yeah. It was a long lead up. Okay. Yeah. Um, what does God's usage of these men um, and women uh, mean for us as believers today? Well, um, I was looking this up before we before we started. Let me look. Let me pull my notes up here. Um, because especially with the you know Peter denies him three times, and it's interesting too because like one of them is a slave girl who 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 like says, "Hey, you sound like uh, uh you know, this, you sound this like Jesus you had an guy. accent, like yeah, you got the same accent, same dialect, whatever." Yeah. Um. Who could she couldn't do anything? Yeah. You know what's she gonna do? Yeah. No one's gonna listen to her, and he's still he's so um, panicky. Um, because everything in his life is just getting thrown up, you know, because he's, he spent three years following this guy around and all of a sudden now he's seeing, first of all, I mean, wouldn't the fact that Jesus told him it was going to happen, uh, give him, you know, some perspective when it actually did happen? No, because it doesn't, it doesn't work that way for us either. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the minute we feel like we're suffering or we're going through a trial or we're being persecuted, you know, we run back to the idols that, that claim that they'll, they'll help us. And so, um, so for Peter too, I mean, uh, I love after, like you said, after, after everything kind of, uh, you know, happened, 
And then he, he asked him three times because Peter denied him three times. And so Jesus asked him three times in John 21. I'm going to be preaching on that sometime. Um, and, uh, and the first two times, uh, Jesus asks him, he uses the word uh, for love, he uses the word agape. Yeah. Or agapo, uh, which is, we've talked about this before, a strong affection toward or regard for a person and their good as understood by God's moral character, ex- especially characterized by a willing forfeiture of rights, privileges, comfort, and convenience. Okay. And then Peter says, yes, Lord. So he he affirms that he, that he agapes him, but he doesn't use the word agape. He uses yeah. the word uh, phileo, phileo right. which is affection and loyalty. Um, it, it's very, it's, it's not, you know, it's, 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 it's a same, it's along the same lines, but it certainly isn't as, as rich as agape. Isn't um, a filet like a brotherly love? Well, like a, there's, yeah, it, it, it is. Um, but it's, it's more in terms of affection and loyalty, um, mm-hmm. you know, with, with somebody that I really like you versus like I'm willing to do anything for you. Oh, well, I mean, and there, you know, there's some nuance in there, um, yeah, you know, sure. that, that if we wanted to really nerd out, but, um, I don't really want to nerd out right now. I'm pretty worn out. Um, but yeah, the, uh. And then the third time, Jesus says, do you phileo me? So the first two times it was agape. The third time was, so he's even coming down to Peter's level um, as he's talking, which a lot of times, if you don't read the original language, you won't pick up on that. Yeah. Um, but even even the way, I mean, everything about Jesus in his in his um, relation to, the way he relates to us is, is condescension. And that's, that doesn't mean to belittle, but yeah. it means literally to come down to, so, to our level. Yeah. And so even in that, you see a picture of that. Uh, which is incredible. Um, and so looking at the way that the things rolled out for Peter uh, with regard to the way Jesus used him, um, yeah, the, the, the point we made earlier, the, there's only broken people, um, and, and Jesus has always been using broken people. And so um, we mess up all the time. I mean, like I said, I relate to Peter in ways that uh, it would be embarrassing for me to talk about right now. I mean, just the ways that, you know, the things that I know and have seen and experienced and yet um, don't always... Uh, speak the loudest um, when I'm in a position where I have to choose, you know, faith or fear um, to, to put it real, real uh, generally. Um, And so uh, just the fact that, I mean, you know, when I was 30, uh, that was when Glass City started, you know, and um, just, I mean, I've even looked through as I've been, uh, you know, putting together the sermons during this kind of Corona time, um, just looking back and, and just seeing, you know, maybe some things that we could draw from our past um, and they're just, they're just not good. Like the, the, the sermon, the sermons I've read through from like 2011, <laughs> 2012, I don't have them before that because I wasn't using Google docs at that point. Cause it, I don't think it had come I out yet. It existed. But, um, and they were all on a hard drive for a, a computer that crashed and I never, I never revived it. Uh, I don't want to now. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, the, the first, uh, first book I preached was first Timothy and, um, I, I would just I would shudder to think what those sounded like, and just so thankful that people stuck around long enough to, uh, for God to start growing uh, me in that area, uh, where it's not hopefully not you know painful um, on a weekly basis. But but all that to say, um, yeah, I mean guys like you, I mean you and I talk about everything, yeah. and the fact that God uses guys like you and me and and the other people who are either leaders here or, or are uh, you know um, you know serving and volunteering and things like that is. Uh, you know, it's, it's certainly not the way that any of us would do it. Yeah. You know, when we think about the people that we want to put in charge of things, um, it's almost like they have to prove themselves. Whereas, as God is the one who, who, who makes us able to do it. Mm. And so it's not our, it's the, the, the factors at, at, at play there are, are much more weighted towards God's sovereign, you know, uh, power and, and the way that he sanctifies us than our own, our own resumes, our own natural, 
uh, tendencies, those types of th- our record, you know, our, yeah. our, our track record. Now, that's not to say we don't want to have a track record of, of faithfulness, uh, but but thank God that that is that doesn't you know it, just because we're not perfectly faithful all the time that doesn't disqualify us from getting to go to work with dad so to speak you know it's yeah. uh it's it's tremendously uh encouraging to see someone like peter who who uh d- makes the same mistakes we do and that god can use him because that means he can use us too yeah and he's patient you know he's so patient yeah with us <laughs> he's patient but he also doesn't pull any punches yeah you know he, he tells peter he's dumb when he's dumb yeah because we need to, we need to know that, you know, we mm-hmm. need, we need to be called out. We need to be convicted. We need to be, um, you know, uh, given a real clear picture of who we are, because that shows us how much we need him to begin with. And, and by virtue of that, how much everyone else needs him. And so why in the world are we going to try to make, make names for ourselves or, or, you know, accumulate any sort of glory for ourselves when, um, man, we get left to our own devices. It's going to go just like Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeff, do you have any other thoughts? Do I have any other thoughts? Hmm. I know you have, I have lots a lot. of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. I know that. I, I don't know that any of them would be helpful right now, except just to, you know, I've, I've been, uh, there's, a, there's a new book that uh, John Piper put out called Coronavirus in Christ. It's free as an audiobook. It's also free as an ebook. Does he read it? Um, he does. I like that. I know, I really do. Uh, I, I like that. And I ordered 10 copies for, for our church. Um, if you get them on christianbook.com, uh, they're like two ninety nine a piece. Yeah. If you get them on Amazon, it's eight ninety nine a piece. Hmm. But uh, Amazon's shipping, they're shipping slower right now, obviously. Yeah. But CBD doesn't even, uh, Christian Book Distributors, not CBD oil. Um, <laughs> I just realized <laughs> Thank that. Thank you for clarifying that, 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 that. I was going to ask you. Yeah, that might be, that might be confusing. Um, I think May 3rd is when they get back, and then they'll start okay. shipping. So you're going to wait a little longer for it. But you can also get an ebook. You can get an audio. I've been listening to the audio book. It's really good. Well, the Gospel Coalition actually put out an article that I think there's a there's at least eight or nine like classical books that you can get audio for during this time, and it's free. You can get audiobooks for free. Like I think they I did have, not know that. They had a uh, uh, Paradise Lost, John Milton. Oh yeah, like class, like American classic books. It's not like, um, and I think uh, is it Puritan Board mm-hmm. something? Uh, it's a Christian book, uh, Banner of Truth. Banner of Truth. I think Banner of Truth also did some uh, like free freebies. Um, there's a link. It'll be there'll be a whole bunch of links. Yeah, Justin will put it in the in the show in the notes. show notes yeah. that you can check out and get some free resources if you want to get your reading on. Well, and, and truly, too, uh, if you're listening to this and you're not a part of Glass City or if you are and you just haven't really, um, you know, been engaging with the online stuff. I mean, we, we've figured out a way to put all of our sermons and worship times on YouTube. And actually, just yesterday, I was doing, I was doing some research and uh, I found a way to, uh, a, a new app to use uh, so that we can go live and it's high quality. Because normally, wow. if you do Facebook Live, they compress the heck out of the, out of the signals. And so you get bad video and bad audio. And, um, you know, we, we, we want to bring our best to the table. And so um, you, you can always go to uh, YouTube and just look up the Glass City Church channel and, uh, or go to, our, um, go to our Facebook page and you know, stuff's linked on there as well. Or Instagram. But yeah. we just, we want to be, we want to be able to uh, encourage you and to, and to help your growth during this time. Because man, what, what a shame it would be to have, I mean, we're like 30 days in now. Yeah. I think yesterday was 30 days. Um, my, my kid's uh, vice principal put it up on Facebook. She's like 30 days in, I miss all the kids. And, and uh, what's up, Miss Coleman, if you're listening. But um, this isn't over yet. Yeah. And it would be tragic to, 
come out of this not having established any sort of a Bible reading regimen or, you know, having any, any to have wasted this time to have wasted the time to, um, yeah, because, because we have all the time that we're going to have right now. I mean, we have 168 hours every week, but a lot of those hours have been, you know, kind of freed up by virtue of where we're at right now in our, Uh in our, you know, daily lives and, and what we're allowed to do and where we're allowed to go and all of that stuff. And so, um, yeah, and reach out to us too if there's anything we can be. If you if you need recommendations on books, um, if you if, if you're like, hey, you know, I I mean, I've got music that I listen to pretty routinely uh, when I'm spending time in the Word or you know spending time in prayer. Instrumental stuff that's really good, and um, I mean, we want to be as, as as helpful to you practically as well as you know biblically and mm-hmm. and, and and spiritually and all that. But man. What a, what a what a wonderful gift that we have not in the fact that all the all the sufferings going on necessarily um, but certainly in the way that we're able to um, you know develop new develop new rhythms of life that hopefully we can carry into you know the the when we actually get back to um, what we can, would consider a, a more normal time yeah. of, of, of living and so don't waste it and and podcast at glasscitychurch.org you can you know jeff at glasscitychurch.org um, I'd be more than happy to, to try to be as helpful as I can. And you're going to yeah. have, you're going to have a, a glasscitychurch.org uh, email address soon. I was talking to someone about it yesterday. And uh, so you can start sending them to Justin at glasscitychurch.org if you want to, probably in a week or so. So we'll see what happens. Or, but, I mean, there's social media all over. Oh yeah. Just look up Justin Shirley, S C H E R L E Y. Oh, that. <laughs> I was just, I was just trying to, you know, send, send some more friends your way, man. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like our actual Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can actually, there. you can send direct messages on there as well. And Justin gets those. I do get, he, them, and you does. get them too. I do? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, anywho, yeah, that's good. So um, we just want to be helpful. We just want to Absolutely. encourage you. Um, and, and just to be honest, I mean, this is a hard time for us too. Um, I, I don't love the way that everything is right now. No, and, I don't and, either. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, don't, don't feel like just because we're, we have a, a platform here that we've got it all figured out because we're, we're suffering along with you, uh, through some of the things that, you know, just, just stink. Um, but end of the day, I mean, God knows about this, you know, he's, he's fully aware of everything. Um, and he's working through it and we want to, I want to be as much a part of that as I can. And I know you do too, Justin. And yeah. And, uh, so if we can help you guys in any way, um, maybe even just, Hey, I'm having a hard time. I'd love to be encouraged. We'll, we'll find some ways to encourage you. You know, we'll, uh, maybe we'll do some videos. We'll encourage the heck out of you. We'll, 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 we'll do a little dance. I don't know what we'll do, but it'll be, it'll be entertaining and uplifting. So put us to the test, man. Send us some stuff. Let us know what we can do for you. Let us know. Yeah. Well, this has been the Glass City Church Podcast. Go follow us on social media, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Glass City Church podcast. For more info, check out glasscitychurch.org.